0: Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Today I'm super excited because sitting across from me is Helen Hall, businesswoman, entrepreneur, fashionista, founder of Blunder Bombs, founder of 8020, and co-founder of Hustle and Tipsy Spritzers. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot there. <laughs> I know. And then I quit. No more businesses after that. <laughs> no, I think you should definitely have a fifth one. Well, welcome. Thank <laughs> you quit. so much. I'm so excited for this. I am so glad to be here. Okay. So tell us your story. <laughs> I know, it's like, there's so many things that we okay. could talk about. So you what went to... What age do you want me to start? From the womb. <laughs> when you came out of the womb. Okay, so college. So I met Helen in college. We were both in Capitolta together. Yeah, so you, Katie. Yeah, sisters. So you majored in fashion, right? Yes. How did that take you from that to where you are now? It did not take me here at all. <laughs> so you graduated
1: college and then what? So I graduated college, and I went into the corporate world, and I got fired from the corporate world after three months. I can't say where. Really? I can tell you off the podcast. Okay, Um, great. Well, I get secrets. Well, I can. I just, like, don't want to throw them under the bus because it was not a great work environment at all. It was very toxic to me. Um, And then I got fired. It was a funny story. I was on the phone with... So basically, you're the middleman between an insurance company and, like, big, big, big companies, right? So you deal with the employees, and the employee's dealing with the insurance, right? And I was on the phone with this lady, and she was talking about some insurance claim, and I was like, let me put you on a brief hold. She was being so rude to me, as if it was something that I had control over, because that's what they think, but Mm -hmm. you're just the filter, right? So you filter the angry employee to the insurance company, right? And I put her on hold, and I looked at my coworker, and I said, oh my God, this woman's being such a bitch. Uh Uh-oh. And I didn't have her on hold, right? And so thirty percent of the calls get listened to. So I had a panic attack and told on myself and then I got fired. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Because <laughs> I would have stayed in that job if it didn't like if I didn't get forced out. Because yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do, right? I just needed to make money. Um, so I started realizing that in my spare time I was always looking up healthy recipes, I was cooking healthy food, I was exercising, learning how the body works. And that is when I started um, pursuing my personal training certification. And so I got certified through ACE, took on some clients and realized that my clients, although they could work out all the time, um, their eating habits were really hard to get under control. And that's not something that that you can do for 30 minutes a day and then you're set, right? Like you can't eat well for 30 minutes a day and then move on with your life, right? It's gotta be a habit. So that's why the blender bombs came into play. So I started making the blender bombs for clients so that they could at least have one healthy meal a day, Um, and yeah, it just kind of grew organically from there.
0: So why smoothies? Why did you start with Blender Bombs?
1: Personally, for me, uh, sugar cravings were the biggest thing for me, so chocolate cravings, cake cravings, donut Mm -hmm. cravings, you name it, craving carbs especially, and then when I started adding smoothies to my diet in uh, college, so it wasn't just a smoothie, but it had chia seed, hemp seed, all the ingredients that are in the Blender Bombs, so... Mm -hmm chia seed, hemp seed, flax seed, walnut, pecan, date, almond, aloe, bee pond, I would add all of those ingredients in my smoothie every day Oh my college. god, that took forever. It did, but I had the time because I was in college. Oh, yeah. And when I told my clients to start making that smoothie, they wouldn't do it. So then I had to roll it into that ball so they just had one thing to add to their smoothie. And I noticed that when I started having this smoothie five days a week, my sugar cravings and my carb cravings completely dissipated. I mean, they went away. And it's because I was getting... Natural sugars and fruit mm-hmm. from my smoothie.
0: So then, where did it go from there? Because I didn't like, I used to get the Blender Bombs, right? Yeah. It was like you would text Helen or DM her, uh-huh. hey, I want some Blender Bombs, and then they, I would go pick them up from your apartment.
1: Yeah, it was a bomb dealer. Yeah, It was like oh a drug gosh. dealer.
0: <laughs> or like they would show up at my doorstep with like this really cute quote. Yes, that I still, I we're bringing all the of those. quotes but I love those, they're great. Yeah, we so, were wasting
1: a lot of paper on those oh. and um, I started getting really upset about it because, <laughs> if, and so we started sending quotes out on Instagram instead, but it's not mm-hmm. the same as receiving a quote, right? Yeah, in and you put it on your wall, like you put it on your mirror. Or you give it to someone else. Yeah. And so we're going to bring those back. We just found a company that's 100% compliant. The recycled paper. Oh, that's so cool. I feel good with good. it now. That's all that matters. Yeah.
0: So after that, so how long were you doing the? I'm going to make bombs for my clients.
1: I was making them for clients literally only three weeks, and it started blowing up, which was weird. So after about three months of me, I would slowly, I was slowly but surely um, tailoring my personal training time back. I was working at Hilo at the time. Okay. Too. Um, so I was training or tailing those hours back and spending more time on the blender bombs and I wasn't making any money and on you, the were blender bombs. you charging bombs. them for it or just a break was, even? I was charging them costs Yeah. because it was just to supplement my personal training business yeah. but then when I realized there was such a demand for the blender bombs and the testimonials that I was getting on how it would help people you know transition to a more plant-forward diet I realized that that's where my passion was and I became less passionate about fitness. I just did it just kind of balanced out um, so I had to start charging more for the blender bomb so that mm. I could actually make a living off of it and turned it into a business. And then about three months of doing that, I got a catering kitchen, a catering kitchen in James Island. A girl started making them for me for, for three months. She made them. And then I found a mass production facility in Charlotte mm-hmm. and I was their
0: smallest client and now I'm the biggest client which is crazy, right, right? That's really cool. It's still a small coat packer, but yeah, it's but okay. It's still, Big fish yeah. in a small pond. <laughs> it's funny that you call it a bomb dealer mm-hmm. because, so a couple things. I got stopped in the airport for having Blender Bombs <laughs> in my backpack. I mean, it literally says bombs Me on them, and they are like small circles. And I feel like you use Blender Bombs as kind of like a gateway drug for into people's health and wellness, right? Oh, I love like that. the thing that they start with. But it's not the thing that they end with. Like they use it to start all their healthy habits. So yeah, the it's dealer. a domino
1: effect. Like exactly, you start your day off with the blender mom smoothie, and then. Once you develop that habit and you realize how good you feel, then you can maybe move on to your lunch being healthier and then your dinner being healthier, and then you add in some fitness into your
0: routine and yeah. some personal development. And, it and just, it's just like it's they buy into the there. brand and they then they start like researching you and your story and all the other businesses. And, then and they- that's
1: exactly why we developed eighty twenty market. So eighty okay. twenty market is expansive. I think Blender Bombs is. Right now, it's a breakfast game or breaking your fast game. So whether you eat breakfast at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. or 12, whenever it is that you eat your first meal, that's kind of what the Blender Bombs does. It breaks your fast, whether it's in a smoothie or over an oatmeal bowl or over yogurt. And then, along with my personal growth, as I got that meal under control... I started figuring out other snacks that I liked, and then I fell in love with growing my own brain. So, books that I like to read, and that's where 8020 Market comes into play. So, it's all these other aspects of this healthy, balanced life um, on this 8020 Market website, which is being completely redone. And all of those items will be available for sale oh. and for a community in, um, I would probably say, three to four months. So, the email blasts that we're going to send from 8020 Market are not product pushing. It's like, It's a personal development quote or it's a challenge like a book to read or a paragraph from a book that we all enjoyed. It's completely about this balanced lifestyle.
0: Because it's not all your products either. It's like products you recommend. Yeah. So it's like a Pinterest, like a health and wellness Pinterest board that you can actually shop from. Yeah, exactly. It's very
1: curated. When is it, it...
0: Being launched, so
1: 8020 Market right now we have cookies for sale on mm-hmm. there. Yes, you know, I have some. Right yeah, there. I'm so they're excited! Big, they're almond flour cookies. They're Ooh. vegan, gluten free, all that stuff. They're good. Um, they're great actually, especially if you put peanut butter in between. Oof. Yes. But then the rebrand, we got the website done. Um, I would probably say three months. And okay. so again, with this company, we're completely bootstrapping it. So I could launch it this month, but then I would have to use some of my own personal money for it, which. I don't want to do so. We're gonna to have to launch a pre-sale to go ahead and get some money, and then ship mm-hmm. it back out. And it's like do some pop-ups to get some money because we got to buy all this inventory that we're gonna sell,
0: right? So we have to be very slow and steady with growing this business okay. to prove concept. So that's eighty twenty, and then you have blender bombs. Mm-hmm. Where does hustle come in?
1: Hustle is a brick and mortar experience store. So, if you don't feel like making a smoothie yourself, you go to
0: Hustle or They're you Uber always better Eats. Better hustle. better get them from Hustle. Like, Any, I don't know what yeah, it is. I
1: agree. Yeah. I think um, anything's better when someone else makes it. Yeah. Like, salads. Oh, I could never make myself a salad and enjoy it. Only if someone else, like a restaurant, makes it for me will I enjoy it. It's always it. so
0: much better. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to the Harbinger? Oh, my God. All the time. The, like, simplest salad that they have, I'm like, how do you make this? It's, like, uh, it's so easy. But I'm like, I can't do this myself. So, no. I'm just going to have to keep getting it from you. I think they use so many olives and I hate olives oh really I love olives I love olive oil but I hate olives I think they're the doubles food for Eh, sure no way so how did you go from like you finally got your producer in Charlotte to where you are now like what were the next steps and that was a couple years ago right I think that was like my first year of PT school so that was 2017
1: yeah so we actually launched this packaging January of 2019
0: which is crazy so we've only had this packaging for a little less than two years. And are you still, like, selling it? I mean, how are you selling it now? Because you're not selling it via, I'm going to text Helen or I'm going to DM Helen. <laughs> you still can. I guess you probably can. <laughs> My but. neighbors
1: do that. Oh. Um, but they, so we, blenderbombs.com and Whole Foods, okay. Drive Market. You're in Whole Foods. Yes. Let's talk about that.
0: Yes. That's Whole huge. Foods is. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that actually happened because of Instagram. So we wrote on Instagram one day. We're trying to grow. We want to be in Whole Foods. That's the dream. If anyone has a corporate contact there, let me know, and we'll email them. And like 30 people sent me corporate contacts, but before I even had a chance to reach out to these people, I had an email from someone at Whole Foods corporate asking us to fly down the next month and pitch our product. What? Right? That's a power you have to go? of Instagram. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah.
1: Yep. So we had to pitch there twice, and we were in Whole Foods the next year. Wow. But you don't know who it was, right? No. you put out. I have on no media idea. Yeah. I don't even... I don't think that person let me know.
0: Whoever you are, let me know. I know, right? If <laughs> you're listening to this podcast, we need to know. You can get a lifetime supply of Wonder Yeah, bombs. seriously. Absolutely. So you got into Whole Foods. What is Thrive?
1: Thrive Market. Okay. Have you heard of Thrive Market? I don't know if I have. Oh, you would love it. It Think about It's like an 80-20 market, mm-hmm. but on a much larger scale. Oh. So it's all sorts of healthy brands. So they have to either be vegan, gluten-free, keto... Okay, um, so there's like a requirement.
0: Like yeah, one of those. They have to have in one of those fat diets. <laughs> okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it has to be one of those. It can't just yeah. be like eating clean. Yeah, right? it can't just be Kroger. Isn't there one similar on Sullivan's? Is that a thing? Middle Street Market. That is what I see you post yeah, about. Oh, love that's, them. they close, actually. Because of COVID? Yes. Because of
1: COVID. I know. It's sad. Yes. They were part of Home Team.
0: Oh, that's. Surprising, But it's
1: like when you are home team and then you have this middle street market, I would, yeah. they were smart to focus all their attention on the home team yeah. and just expanding that across different cities. So what is 80-20? 80-20 is a lifestyle. So it is, I take that back. 80-20 is a way of thinking and it's a way of eating. So you, we all know what intuitive eating is, right? It's like where you eat, what you feel, blah, blah, blah. 80-20 is intentional eating. It's where you intentionally try to be better a little day. So you're putting this energy into eating more plants. So 80% whole food plant-based. Like if you're if you have a plate of food, the mindset is try to get around 80% of it to be whole food plant-based, which means whole grains, veggies, fruits, leafy greens, Um, nuts seeds etc etc and then that 20% can be whatever else you want to supplement it with whether it's meat or fish or cheese or you know blue cheese dressing or wine or whatever it is so that you still get the comfort of this food Mm -hmm. but you're filling your body with mostly whole foods it also extends past food so what do you do every day you sleep you drink water you you know move your body somehow you either read a book or you stare at tv so the 80-20 mindset is intentionally trying to add more good things to your life. So sleeping more, sleeping good night of sleep 80% of the week, drinking water, so drinking enough water 80% of the week, um, exercising at least 80% of the week. So you know, that would mean five days a week, you're moving your body, things like that. It just puts an energy and intention around doing better for your body most of the time. But it definitely doesn't strive for perfection, which we'll is get burnt sustainable.
0: Out, exactly. Right? That's why I like how you like note the difference between intuitive and intentional. Because intuitive is not sustainable either way. Because if you're doing things that actually aren't purposefully healthy, but if you're intentional, yeah. then you can do both. Yeah, and, you and can there's no like do it for a while.
1: There's no negativity around. Um, food either with Mm -hmm. with 80-20 because it's intentional and then you just understand that this other 20% is there too Um, with intentional I mean with intuitive eating it's awesome for a lot of people a lot of people need that especially if you know they've struggled with, Mm -hmm. with any sort of eating disorder in the past like intuitive eating will be awesome for them but there's also people who intuitive eating is a little too broad and when you start focusing on this intentional eating it kind of it's like intuitive eating is the next step once you learn your body and you start adding okay. more goodness to your plate, then you fully begin to trust your body. And that's when you can move on to this intuitive eating thing.
0: I like that. Yeah. It makes me hungry. Yeah, I know, right? Sounds <laughs> <Not laughs> like a salad, like a big salad. I do, a harbinger salad. Oh Okay, so what makes up your twenty?
1: Um, Wine or alcohol or... What kind of wine? What's your favorite? Red or white? I love Scout & Cellar, but I like red. Okay. So Scout & Cellar is a brand. I really like them. And Tipsy Spritzers, obviously, is coming. Yes. We'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. But um, other 20%, I used to not eat any cheese or dairy because I was scared of it. Mm -hmm. And then when I started adding a little bit of it back into my diet, I realized it didn't cause any issues for me. So I'll do... You know, some dressing that has dairy in it, especially if I'm out to eat. Or a little bit of cheese on my quesadilla, you know, but as long as my quesadilla is full of veggies. The mindset is add more fruits and veggies. Yeah,
0: 20% is whatever else. So what is your favorite, like, 80%? um like let's talk smoothies
1: <laughs> yeah yeah which one's your favorite oh it, it seriously changes every really? yeah. every month it totally changes it used to be the chocolate smoothie the peanut butter mm. coffee hype yeah and then it was the strawberry banana
0: and now it's the green I feel like it depends on like the season like the weather yep. like yeah. I had a pumpkin smoothie like every day for three months oh. in like my first year of PT school and I was like I'm kind of sick of this know, really. okay so you mentioned tipsy spritzers yeah What is that?
1: Tipsy Spritzers is a company that my
0: friend and I started
1: working on last year. And it's an alcohol spritzer. So it's an organic wine-based spritzer. And so I don't know anything out there that has organic wine, uh, reverse osmosis water, organic juice, and organic flavors. There's some out there with natural flavors. But if you listen to the How I Built This episode... Yes, there is. So when I see, you know, like Waterloo, say... Uh, flavored with natural flavors from natural flavors. I'm like, what? yeah, like Nobody what does that do mean? Is. And it's still, it's not, it's not really regulated by the FDA. But if you listen to a Spindrift, have I built this episode by Guy Raz? Oh no,
0: I love Spindrift. No, no, no we like Spindrift. Okay, They're great. Okay,
1: they, they used to have natural flavors mm-hmm. in their Spindrift, and then he started looking into what's actually in spin or in natural flavors, mm-hmm. and he was like, "What this? I'm getting." natural flavors out of my drink and so then he replaced it with just juice oh so natural flavors can have a lot of things in there that aren't natural
0: okay so it's like the flavor itself is natural in the sense that it's like lime like limes exist they're natural yes so an organic natural
1: flavor if it says lime organic natural Mm -hmm. flavor it's from a lime but if it says lime natural flavor
0: it could be like a lot of them are not vegan let's just say that so, it's like things that taste like limes, but aren't actually limes.
1: Yes. And sometimes estrogen's in there to heighten weird. certain flavors. Because it's, it's a super concentrated flavor. It's weird.
0: Okay. What is reverse osmosis water? <laughs> I don't know. It's super filtered. Okay. Yeah. I was like, should I be drinking this? Like, they I just have it water. They sell it um, they have a
1: reverse osmosis machine at Whole Foods, too. Oh. But no. I mean. Yeah. It's not something to worry about. Okay.
0: Normal water is okay.
1: Thank God. Yeah. I mean, if water is water, you got to drink water. Exactly. But if you can filter it, I would totally filter yeah.
0: it. So, Tipsy Spritzers, when is that being launched?
1: Our first production run is in December. Okay. And so, I would imagine we will start selling in January or February. Exciting. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. We've got a grapefruit flavor and an orange mm. flavor. Oh, yeah. And the branding's really cute, and the wording's really cute. Yeah. I love it. I know. I wish too bad it didn't
0: come out for summer, but the summer would have mattered. Like twenty twenty doesn't even matter. Yeah,
1: twenty twenty's dead. Twenty, yeah, twenty twenty is dead. Even though dead alcohol to sales me. were through oh, the roof this summer, I know it's kind of sad.
0: Yeah, like more than usual. We should have hopped on that that train. So you also have an RV. So the blender bomb bus. We love the bus. Ooh. It, it's adorable. It's great. It's huge. I've never seen it around town, but I really want to. Yeah, it's um, it's huge.
1: Yeah, it it's kind of embarrassing driving it around town.
0: Yeah. Did you have to get like a license no. to drive it, like a special permit? It's no, kind of anyone terrifying. can drive it. You can drive it and drive the parking lot. Big ass bus. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. So why did you like? Where did that come from? How does that play into this? We um, bought the bomb bus. 2018 and we were doing a
1: lot of pop-ups like being super grassroots mm-hmm. at the time and so instead of buying an Airbnb every new city that we went to because mm-hmm. we would go for like a week every month and the Airbnbs were expensive so then we just got an RV and we calculated like how many pop-ups we would need to do to break even on the expense of the RV and we almost hit it and then COVID happened oh so yeah. we've got like another three months worth of pop-ups sooner okay. and then we'll have broken even on it um but yeah, so
0: we're gonna start doing pop ups again because we stopped because of COVID. Yeah, so the pop ups are a way to get you. So you're already in, in all 50 states, right? Yes. Even Hawaii and Alaska? Yes. Wow. Not whole Alaska. Foods.
1: I don't
0: think Alaska. Alaska probably doesn't have Whole I don't, Foods, right? No, I,
1: don't <laughs> I, don't, I forgot Alaska exists. <laughs> oh, poor Alaska.
0: <laughs> but that's like, that's how you're in all 50 states, right?
1: Well, we're in all 50 states mostly because of Whole Foods. Yes, okay. But the way I love the pop ups though, because it is customer front facing. Uh, instead of being behind a screen all day, like, I get to talk mm-hmm. to customers, get to interact with them. I get to be with the product and, like, experience it. I just love them. Yeah. There's something so special about human interaction oh, that totally. we miss from being an e-commerce brand. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So you still want to have that, like, work on your own, but also to interact with people. Oh, so,
1: yeah, absolutely. Just- and people want to, like, meet it's so much easier to tell someone about blender bombs when they're right there in front of you, and you can explain it how it can help their life and impact their life and make it easier.
0: Yeah, so it's like having it in Whole Foods is great, but also yeah. And What are you going to do? Like yeah. if someone's never heard of it, what are they going to do? Gonna, they go,
1: cool. They're not going to be no. like I'm spending twenty five dollars on this product. What I aisle are you on? Like what protein section? powder? Oh, okay. And we're in seventy percent of Whole Foods nationwide.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, so we're not at all them. Only seventy percent. Yeah. So you recently took like a big RV trip. Yeah. Changed my life. Yeah. What was that? Was that planned? Because you were going to do it in 2021, right? And then you decided to just go ahead and do it because of COVID?
1: Yes. So then we were like, you know what? We have nothing else to do. Everything. All our pop-ups are canceled. We mm-hmm. were supposed to be doing a ton of Costco events and all those got canceled. Aww. But we're bringing that back. Don't worry. When we can have
0: samples I again. know. <laughs> Costco <laughs> yeah. will never be the same.
1: It won't. Hopefully it will. Maybe yeah. when we're like 50 years old.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: But so yeah, my friends and I two weeks before we were like let's plan something for two weeks and we did it and so we went all the way to dallas california New mexico arizona mm-hmm. wyoming utah colorado like it was insane it was amazing we couldn't do any pop-ups because of covid but that was kind of nice because i got to like i got to wind down and be by myself mm-hmm. and travel and and work on the bus in all these beautiful places. So yeah. now I really want to sell my house and um, live on, just the
0: be on the bus. See on the bus. I do. So, if you didn't do Blender Bomb, so you said before you were planning on just working, like you uh, worked corporate three months. Like, what was your plan before?
1: I think um, I think I would still be in personal training. Mm-hmm. But I would still, I would probably be doing deep stretch, like yoga type of training. So I used to teach super high intensity, right? Mm-hmm. And I hated it, and I didn't realize I hated it until I started teaching lower intensity things and meditation and deep stretch. Like leading those classes is where I am happiest. Can you still do those? No, and I should. But you love it, right? You I should. love it. I love thunder bombs too. Yeah. Like, there's no. You had difference. a lot of things to. Yeah,
0: but I love travel. teaching the meditation classes. Where did you do those? Is that high-low? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they and, have you know, high and low. I know. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. And
1: I think maybe one day I'll totally get back into it, but what's been cool is now that I do work from home, and I because I have to lead a team of seven different people, I spend so much time pouring into them, like mm-hmm. what I learn, I word it in a way that is understandable. Like anyone can understand it and learn from it. and. I think it'd be fun to go and teach these meditation classes based off what I learn so I spend a Mm -hmm. lot of time doing personal development a ton of it and if certain things resonate with me on a high level like I'll share it with my team or I'll share it on Instagram or something like that but I would Mm -hmm. love to be able to share that in a meditation
0: what makes up that personal development so what are you doing
1: for me, it's different. everyone receives it differently. For some people, it's reading a book. For some people, it's watching a movie. For me, it's podcasts. So I love listening to podcasts. And I'll be listening listening to other people's perspectives. Yeah. And another book that I just read called Let My People Go Surfing. Yes, I want totally to talk changed about my that. Life.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for that.
1: It, I loved it. Um, but yeah, podcasts for me really spark ideas.
0: What are you listening to right now? Um, or do you have like seven different podcasts? I actually
1: going? just started listening to this podcast called. Let me look it up real quick. All my relations, and so mm-hmm. it's by these two uh, Native Americans, and so I'm kind of learning about their perspective on the world because what triggered it is you know how there's this whole Columbus Day versus Indigenous people. Yeah. Story. And if you look at the story. Um, it's really weird that we do have this Christopher Columbus Day versus an Indigenous People's mm-hmm. Day, um, because when you look at what he did to Indigenous peoples, like, why are we to, celebrating that? It's the weirdest yeah. thing, and so why do we still have this? I wanted to hear what Native Americans, yeah. what Indigenous peoples think about it, and so getting their thought process. And also with the upcoming election, like I want to hear what their perspective is on the election. And something that they said today that was really triggering is that they don't even feel like they have a right to vote you know oh because they weren't citizens at first like they didn't become citizens till the 60s like they didn't
0: even it's just weird man but like you said like different perspectives and a podcast is a way to ensure like if if i'm the the person talking in the podcast and i'm producing it Everything I say is real, Mm -hmm. but documentaries sometimes, I mean, I don't think books, you know, if the author is the one that's producing it and there's no like middleman, I'm not just an actor in this, then it's going to be how I feel and like my real perspective and my thoughts and my opinions. Unfiltered. Yes, exactly. Like unfiltered Mm -hmm. because everything nowadays is filtered. Mm -hmm. Social media, documentaries and Netflix and everything. It's like, what are we actually... Receiving,
1: yeah, and so from my personal social media, I've stopped doing less like posts. Mm -hmm. So, before Blender Bombs and Hush Up and Hustle Instagram, so Hush Up and Hustle is my personal Instagram, Mm -hmm. and Blender Bombs used to be part of Hush Up and Hustle, so that's where I posted all the business stuff. And we've since then, you know, we've broken it into two, yeah, um, so it can be like legitimized. But I have stopped posting as much on my personal Instagram because it does feel super fake, like everyone who posts now it's filtered it's mm-hmm. the best of the best and i've absolutely done that too and oh, yeah. i'm kind
0: of so sick of it that i've just stopped posting pictures on myself sometimes i do but, but like, like that's what we have social media for like that's what it's seen as it's like a way to broadcast your highlights like right. your best but and like there's a whole movement now of people you know broadcasting their worst and their reality and it's it's weird. Yeah, social media is weird. Have you seen The Social Dilemma? I saw a little bit of it, and um, I fell asleep. I but did, too. I was about to say. <laughs> I started watching it. I was like, this is great, and then was I fell great asleep. great to go
1: to sleep, too. I Oof. I know a lot of it already, yeah. just from doing digital marketing and stuff, mm-hmm. but it just it's weird. Yeah. I know it blew a lot of people's minds who haven't been
0: in that world before. I will continue watching it, though. I need to finish it. Yeah, I know. I don't know what I felt. <laughs> so, like, when you started making smoothie bombs. Did you ever imagine that this would like blow up in this way? No. At what point weird. did you realize that this was a full like business that you were going to grow and be successful in?
1: I think at the end of the first year when I was doing my taxes. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I've never I've never been this like financially free before." And then I realized with a lot of companies, you do really well your first or your second year. And if you don't invest your money the right way, like your business will crumble and it will just be this temporary, like trendy mm-hmm. brand. So we invested all of our money into growing our team. Um, and so we got an accountant, we got a marketing team, we put it all back into the team so that Blender Bums could be a sustainable business rather than just like this one hit wonder. Right? Yeah. And so, yeah, it was like when I was doing my taxes because I don't, I don't check my bank account. Like I hate money. I it gives me so much anxiety. hate it. I hate looking at it. Yes, yeah, which is
0: miserable to think like I don't this look is the at way it. the world works.
1: I text, I text our accountant. I'm like, hey, what's the balance? Like, <laughs> are we good? Yeah, <laughs> just
0: give me a thumbs up or a yeah, thumbs down. Yeah. I need to know.
1: Yeah, and um, so that's when I knew. But it's so, been how cool. do
0: you prevent being a one-hit wonder? Like, I know you said you invested in your team. So is that, like, so that you can grow, right?
1: Yeah, and we're super innovative, so we always, like, we, what we have in the pipeline now will blow your freaking mind. Oh,
0: my God. It is going to
1: blow your mind, and it's not coming out until next year. Um, If we're lucky, it won't come out until next year. Maybe it might even be two years down the road, but it's mind-blowing. I hope it's next year. So, yeah, we're super innovative. We think outside the box. So my whole life revolves around shortcuts, right? I love a shortcut. I love...
0: Work smarter, not harder. Yes.
1: I tell myself that every day, like, get the most bang for your buck. And Blender Bombs is more bang for your buck. So instead Mm -hmm. of buying, like, 10 different ingredients, that's when you roll it into a ball. With bomb butter, when we had the smoothie bar, we were adding the same three ingredients to make our homemade almond milk. And it was so freaking annoying. So that's what bomb butter is. It's concentrated almond milk. So it's almond milk without,
0: or it's flax milk without the water, right? Yeah. You can't call it milk. Like, can you not call it almond milk or like flax milk?
1: It's not milk though. It's like a base. So it's like a flax milk base, right? Um, And then with the uh, granola and the Mm -hmm. drizzle, it's just... I mean, everyone has granola, right? But why not put, sell our own version, our granpy yeah, version, on our website? So, so it's one less place where people have to go buy granola, mm-hmm. you know. And with the smoothie bar, I I literally own blender bombs, and I have so many blender bombs in my house. And I Uber eats a smoothie from the oh smoothie gosh. bar three You're times amazing. a week. Yeah, oh, that's amazing because it's just convenient. If yeah. I can more bank in my bag always.
0: Yep. So you talked a lot about your team. Yeah. So how did you find the members that are on your team? How did you select them?
1: Um, they're all my friends. They were all my friends before. And because when you are friends with someone, you can fully trust them. Like, you know, someone well enough to know that you can fully trust them and, um, they can fully trust you. So they know that when they work hard for the business, like if say the business is really well one year, like they're going to get part of that. Yeah. Right. Um, their, their job is always safe with me as long as they're, you know, performing well mm-hmm. and their intentions are good, things like that. But yeah, so Madeline Williams, she mm-hmm. was a Kappa Delta. So mm-hmm. she works with us. She's she someone who is know. She Delta. is a Kappa Delta.
0: She <laughs> is. Remember, it's lifelong.
1: She's the best. Um, Kay LeBron, mm-hmm. who, yeah, you know her. Yeah. Casey was my neighbor. Winston was a mutual friend who, like, helped me for free at first. And Scott, obviously my fiance, yes. and um, Erica, is the first person who we hired that wasn't a friend. So mm-hmm. um, Scott really needed someone with more experience, and most people my age don't have any experience. So we hired someone with some yes. experience, and is there anyone else I'm forgetting? Oh, Julia Mallard. Do you know her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that name. She started working with us too. So She's this is seven. Yep.
0: And are they all for hustle? Are some of them? They're for... They're all blender bombs. All blender bombs. Yeah, okay. The hustle people. Oh, those are totally separate. Okay, because that's like the smoothie bar, the, yeah. the workers there. But this is like the blender bombs, like the team. Yeah, yeah. And I like like what she said about you know if they're if they're doing it for the business because it's like it's their passion. It's their it's the business. It's not just like oh I'm going in the clock in nine to five every day so I can get right. a paycheck on Friday. Right. It's very it's a very different approach, and I think it's like hopefully the direction that we're going. Yeah. But then I'm also like, are we in a bubble? Because this is like what entrepreneurs see. Yeah. is why would I work nine to five in a job that I don't like if I don't have to? And like with people I don't love, like why yeah. would I do that? If you,
1: there's a stigma around hiring your friends that it'll ruin your relationship. But everyone says that. They if there, there, we a friend who you're meant to spend the rest of your life being friends with. You can absolutely work together. Yeah. Right? If it's someone who maybe you don't have a really strong foundational friendship, then it might not work. And then your friendship is, was not ever going to be a forever thing.
0: Yeah, it's like either way.
1: Yeah. Um, and they know if Blender Bombs doesn't light them up. If one, one week they wake up and they're like, Blender Bombs isn't for me anymore, and then they want to go try something else, they should go. Like, we want them to do what they love. But while they're at Blender Moms, we try to create an environment that they do love and that they want to mm-hmm. stay with. And if it's not for them, it's not meant to be. We're not going to try and hold someone back. So you are
0: reading this book for the second time, yeah. Let My People Go Surfing. Have you read it? No, but like I've read all your stuff about it, and it. Just from the title, like, I feel like, you know, it kind of says a lot. I love it. Yeah, okay, so give me, like, a brief synopsis. It's
1: the guy who founded Patagonia, and he bootstrapped it as well. Started from the ground up, started because he was a mountain climber and wanted to create uh, some products, some clothing to wear that you could climb in and you wouldn't get hurt. Started with rugby shirts, actually. Thrifting rugby shirts, right? Wow. And he just... I, I feel very similar in the way that we both knew nothing about business and um <laughs> he likes to break the rules so mm-hmm. I want I break a majority of the rules if a rule doesn't make sense to me I'm not going to follow it like what rules uh, like
0: nine to five yeah that makes no that's not sense. even a rule it's just yeah it's yeah. like this structure that I don't even know why it's ex- why it exists it makes
1: no sense and then you know not working with your friends that makes mm-hmm. no sense to me Thing, and same with Patagonia. He only hired, well, at the beginning, he only hired his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very nice reading it because I felt validated in a lot of, lot of the ways that I was leading that other people had been like, you're dumb for doing this. So it was nice seeing that Patagonia is as successful as it is yeah. today, started the way we started. And um, it also just, again, so many ideas, like ways that we can be better as we grow and whether we need to take on outside investment or not and figuring out like the best way to
0: do it. So, you mentioned, like, you, so your major was fashion, right? <laughs> so, do you get pushback from people who are like, you don't know what you're talking about? Never. Never. like The whole, like, you know, he didn't, he just created Scott, this thing. Scott gives me pushback. <laughs> Great, your fiance. That's my fiance. Yeah, he totally gives me pushback. But, That's um, funny. sometimes he's right, sometimes he's wrong. But, like, because you had to learn all this stuff on your
1: own. Right, mm-hmm. and I don't take on any sort of outside opinions. Yeah. Like, I do. But at the end of the day, I always go with my gut. If something doesn't make sense to me, I'm not going to do it. If something does make sense to me, I'm going to do it. And I think I have a, have a good gauge on what makes sense and what doesn't. But I've definitely made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, way? I mean, yeah. who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah. Like, that smoothie bar
0: downtown was a big mistake, right? Well, yeah, COVID definitely had a lot to <laughs> do with COVID hurt. That. Great yeah. idea, because, like, obviously want the smoothies to be downtown, mm-hmm. but just, like, COVID messed up everything. But if we
1: had waited a few months until we had, like, three months worth of savings and mm. four emergencies, then it wouldn't have been
0: an issue. We would have gotten through right. it. Right. But we, yeah. like, jumped the gun too quickly. Yeah, I mean, you live and you learn. Yeah. What is it like being, you know, the CEO, like, for your friends? <laughs> oh, they would laugh if you said that. If they heard you say that. You know? <laughs> because they
1: boss me around equally as much as I boss them around. 100%. Yeah. I, don't, I don't do things without, like, their approval. If it's something that's risky. Like, very much a team.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And if
1: they tell me, like, they know if something that I'm asking them to do doesn't
0: feel right, they need to tell me. But that's what you need. You know? Yeah. You don't need, like mindless little minions doing what you say. It's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to get you to, one, like, allowing people to do what they love, which makes a bigger impact on the world, and it's not going to lead you to be a successful, sustainable business if people hate you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, I would hate to be hated. It's my biggest fear. <laughs> I don't want to be hated. I don't want to be hated. And, like, the whole, you know, the book, like, giving you validation, I feel like we need more of this, and we need mm-hmm. to see more of this, because our generation now, like, Nine to five work week, and you just work until you retire. You know, like our parents are like, "Well, you know, you work and you save up, and you have a four hundred one k, and then you retire." And I'm like, "Well, what happens then?" I know. Like, if you love what you do, like, why do you need to retire? And it's like, "Oh, three more years or forty more years." Like, what a shitty way to live. It's horrible.
1: Yeah, yeah and um, I think that a, that a lot of people are changing. So another company that my friend was telling me last night, June Shine, out of California, it's like a hard kombucha. They make mm. all their employees read "Let My People Go Surfing" first, and oh. so that makes me believe that they have a really progressive culture as well. So I think that um, there's other companies that are doing this for sure. Yeah, and nine to five works for some people. Oh yeah, but most people it doesn't.
0: <laughs> it's not like the oh the nine to five is bad. It's just that that has been the only way, or like what's been seen is the only way. Oh yeah, like you, yeah. there was no choice. Yeah, and like when you think about it, if you own a business where you're open nine to five, but everyone else is working nine to five too. Like that doesn't really even make sense because they're not going to be able to come to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And as emotionally disruptive as COVID has been to people and loved ones, it has, I think it's opened up the eyes to a lot of executives and companies Mm -hmm. realizing that they can trust their employees to work from home. If a company can survive COVID with their employees working from home, their employees should be able to be able to work from home if they want.
0: Yeah. Working from home, that sounds great.
1: Yeah, unless it's a practice like this where you don't want, you know, 10 people coming to your home every day. Well, yeah, like I'm not (laughs) going to
0: see patients at home, but I definitely have, like, work that I do at home. Where they're like, you can do it here you can do it at home. Because they trust that I love it and I'm going to do it for the business, Mm -hmm. not just do it to check it off. And that's the difference. Like, I'm not an employee, like, we're a team.
1: Yeah, Exactly.
0: And so, I'm not going to be like, well, oh, I'm
1: not going to do this. I'm going to try today. to get away with
0: it. Like, no, I'm very invested in this and I yeah. want this to do well. Yeah. And
1: if you had something that you needed to do or you were having an off day, you'd text your boss and say, hey, I can't do it today, but I'll do it tomorrow. Is that cool? And then be like, yeah,
0: sure. The flexibility. And like, my parents are blown away. Ah, you no know? way. Anyway. They're like, oh my God, this is so great. Like, because I'm, you know, talking about vacation and time off, they're like, oh, are you, like, can you take that afternoon off? I'm like, yeah, I have full, like, Ownership of my schedule. It's yeah. I love that. So how have you put in those concepts to your team? Like, what is your team? What is what do their days look like? Mm -hmm. Probably all different.
1: Well, mandatory communication hours are nine thirty to three thirty. So that's when people need to be available to reach. They need to be active on Slack because that's like the core hours of the day. So, and the reason we chose those hours is because some people like. To to work early in the morning and mm-hmm. wake up early and knock it out and some people like to work late at night um so that 9 30 3 30 a both the morning people and the afternoon people and so if they most of the time majority of the time they work either in the morning or at night so mm-hmm. like two people in the team work really early in the morning and then finish up 3 30 and other people okay. on the team um work between 9 and 10 p.m like I work between 8 p.m and like 11 p.m really? doesn't have prime time to work mm-hmm. yeah So we like the flexibility there and, um, we do team trips all the time. We work from home, Mm -hmm. but my house is like an open door policy. They can come in whenever they want. Um, like I said, our consultant stays with us three nights a week, which is great. He's awesome. Um, he's definitely a role model. And then what are some other things? Oh, we we pay fifty dollars a month for their exercise, like things like that. We gotta figure out the insurance thing because I don't know how to do that. But yeah, oh gosh, mm,
0: so confusing. Good luck. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna let Scott handle that. Yeah. So, what is a day in the life for you like? Like, what's your perfect day? If you had asked me two months ago, I would have said I woke up at eight, but now
1: I wake up at seven. Oh no! (laughs) I love it though. Yeah. I don't know, because i got a lot to do. i got to get it done. So I wake up at 7, and I spend the first hour of my day chilling. And I'll go on a walk with Scott to go get coffee, come back, and then I start working on my computer. Um, 9.30 to 3.30 is like meetings, 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 talk to the team, talk to the team, talk to the team. And then again, I work at night. Like, I work all the time. But I do take a lot of trips. Mm -hmm. So when I'm on the trips, like, I don't work as much. Yeah. But, um... When I'm in Charleston, like, it's all day, everyday work. But I love it.
0: And, like, what does that work consist of?
1: It's For a lot of being creative the stuff. The owner. Yeah. A lot of creative and design stuff, a lot of marketing mm-hmm. strategy, new product development and management and mm-hmm. personal development. So, like, I definitely consider personal development work because, like, if I don't pour into my team, they're not going to pour
0: into the business. Yeah. So, things like that. So I got to well, work out more. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, where do you, you get coffee in the morning? Brown Fox or
1: Hustle. Oh, yeah. so Scott just got a motorcycle, which Oh, my gosh. I
0: was like, you can't walk to Hustle. No. Yeah. So,
1: it was, like, the motorcycle there.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. How do you feel about that, the
1: motorcycle? I was, like, super upset and really scared at first, but when you look at Scott and think about Scott as a person, he's the most risk-averse person ever. Like, he
0: doesn't drive anywhere near cars like he doesn't take it on yeah. the highway he does all of the like operation that kind of side of it right yes
1: he does anything where we can't mess it up like he does nice. that because he's the oh, Okay, worse. i see detail
0: oriented like stuff. not the creative he,
1: he was, yeah he actually is creative which sucks because like he's not in that role to be yeah. creative when when he really can be um but he is definitely the best person for you know onboarding whole foods like onboarding mm-hmm. Big retail accounts, things like that.
0: The stuff that I would have no idea how to even look oh, no.
1: We wouldn't be in Whole Foods if one's for him.
0: It's like the the visionary and the implementer. Yeah. And like that combo is so successful. He's the best. How do you define success?
1: Um, I think happiness to me is like money uh, I hate money. I don't I could not care less about money. It is awesome to have this sort of financial freedom, but what I learned recently from going on that cross-country trip is, you know, I grew up and I had to work for what I what I had, right? Like, I was never given anything handed to me on a silver platter. Uh, I was comfortable, but, like, definitely had to work for anything and everything. And then when when blender bombs, like, took off and for the first time in my life I felt financial freedom and I could, you know, buy a nice dress if I wanted to or go on a nice trip if I wanted to... And then I went on that cross-country RV trip where it was COVID. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't spend any money. Like, there was no experience to pay for. I didn't need to buy any clothes because I was living in an RV. I was living in a trailer park in different states across the country. Like, I've never been happier. Also because people in the RV parks are so genuine. They're so kind. They're so down to earth. Like, it's so much more fulfilling being with those types of people than it is being with, you know, And I I hate to say this, but, like, certain influencers who are just trying to use you for clout or trying to use Mm -hmm. you to get paid by your brands, like, things like that. Um, So happiness to me is when you fully realize that, like, less is actually
0: more. I like that you... So I asked you what success was, and you told me what happiness was. I like that. That I mean, obviously, you answered the question, but then you started talking about happiness.
1: It is. And being able to give people... Like, the more people that I can bring happiness to, then how more successful I am
0: well like you said it's a domino effect yeah like if you allow people to do what they love and they're good at and what drives them it's just gonna keep growing and growing and growing that is
1: why I really do want blender bombs and like 8020 and all these companies I want them to be successful because I have the bandwidth to manage a lot of people I think that's one of my gifts is management and so if I can hire People and pour into them, and like continue growing the business, so we can afford more people. That is yeah. what brings me happiness.
0: Yeah, it's like supplying like careers, not yeah. jobs. Like supplying passions. Not yeah. like how can we hire more people just to make more money? It's like, no, how can we allow people to feel fulfilled
1: yes. doing what they like to do? Right, and if I can employ one more person in a happy job, then that's one less yes. person who's unhappy. And.
0: Telling someone on the phone when they're on hold that they're a bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, like, I'm going to be honest. You're being a bitch. I'm going to tell For you. months.
0: You didn't last Now I have long. my own company.
1: And if someone's being a bitch, yeah. like, I can tell them. Take a step back. Like, that's not cool. You're being ridiculous. What would
0: you tell college Helen, like, based on where you are today? Because um, you had no idea that this is something you were going to do. I think I would say... What year in college? <laughs> Give me a year. Let's just say like when you turn 21. You're 21 years old in college.
1: I think it would be don't be upset when people don't text you back.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> I was going for something a little deeper there. I but used to
1: be so back. upset when people wouldn't text me back. That's what mattered. And yeah. now I realize... Right. And now I realize... I don't text anyone back, but it's just, I mean, I do, but it's just, <laughs> no, I, it at all. I hate being on my phone. Like yeah. I hate it. I would so much rather be with you in person or FaceTime. And so it was very self-conscious in college for sure. Um, so kind of just doing that more personal development to mm-hmm. grow yourself. So you, you move away. The more you pour into yourself, the less you have time to be self-conscious, right? So it's the same thing with
0: 80-20, like mm-hmm. being intentional about growth. So, what's the first step for someone in terms of personal development? Like, where should they start? Three books. Okay. Um, what are they? Let My People Go Surfing is yes. one. Mm-hmm. That would probably be the last one to read. Actually, four
1: books. Um, Big Magic. Actually, seven. <laughs> Actually, seven. Big Magic. Big Magic. Got it. Magic of Thinking Big. Yeah. Relentless. And Let My People Go Surfing.
0: And what are and these in, about?
1: It's about... Mm-hmm. Um, Big Magic is about the unlimited potential out there that you can
0: create for yourself. And these are, are these in order of importance? Like I should start with big magic. Yeah. Okay, great.
1: And you can even, I think I listened to them on audio first, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people aren't readers. So if you audiobook it first, then maybe you'll become a reader. And then the magic of thinking big, uh, the biggest takeaway I got from that book is, and this might have just resonated with me because I have an entrepreneurial spirit, Mm. um, but it might resonate with someone else in a different way. But like when ideas come into your head, if you don't act on them immediately, like that idea is going to float to someone else who's going to act on it and then they're going to get there first. And so ideas, there's like thousands and hundreds of thousands of millions of ideas. That's not, that's not a number. Hundreds thousands of There's millions. hundreds of thousands of millions of ideas number. out there. And when yeah. they come to you, that's your opportunity to act on it, you know, fight or flight. Right. And so I have learned to act on them always.
0: It's gotten you pretty far. I mean, Sometimes. <laughs> successful.
1: <laughs> and then um, we talked about letting like, my people go surfing. And mm-hmm. Relentless, I've actually never read. But the reason I say that is because yesterday I asked my business partner in the smoothie bar, Kelly, what her top three all-time favorite books mm-hmm. were. And I didn't even know this. She said Big Magic, Magic Thinking Big, and Relentless. So if she suggests that, yeah. I trust her. I, I look up to her so much. So, so we I need totally to read that one. Yeah. Got it.
0: What would be, like, your perfect world? Like, what is an ideal world?
1: It would be um, going back to the time before Christopher Columbus came. I swear. You I'm sh- on this, like... Yeah. Going back to the basics and unlearning everything that we've ever learned. So, like living in communities off the land. To me is pure happiness. How do we do it? Like, how do we go back? We don't. It's not so going to happen. So what do we do? We follow Elon Musk to Mars. <laughs> oh my, to Mars <laughs> it is. Um, no. I mean, you can create that same type of community mm-hmm. within your community, right? As long as you're surrounded by like-minded people. So you have to unlearn basically everything that you've ever been taught. Right. So unlearning materialism, unlearning judgment, unlearning what the hell processed food is like? Yeah, like going back to how you were when you were born out of the womb before you experience any sort of judgment.
0: How do you do those things? Um, how do you unlearn?
1: I think your brain can conquer anything. Like your mind can change any situation if you spend enough time unlearning something and like breaking habits. You can do anything. So it really is it's your self-talk, it's who you surround yourself with, it's what you spend your life doing, what your job is, who you surround yourself with at your work, and it's any time that you find yourself going down a bad habit, like, snapping yourself out of it. So, if your mindset, your body, your habits, or whatever, are on a scale from 0 to 10, right? So, say I want to quit smoking, um, and right now I smoke three cigarettes a day, so that put me on a scale of like a three Mm -hmm. on a scale from one actually no put me on a scale of 10 like I smoke currently yeah every time that um I smoke it goes back up to a 10 every day that I go without smoking it goes back to a nine Mm -hmm. another day back to an eight and then I break the habit goes back up to a nine okay then the next day stop and like you want to get back you can do it it's just gonna be slow and steady nothing happens overnight like when's the last time you ever kept a new year's resolution?
0: exactly it's baby steps have you read atomic habits Uh -uh. uh-uh it's that yellow book yes i follow it on instagram Mm -hmm. and like i I just see like excerpts is it james clear maybe i don't know but yeah sounds great what does like where do you want to be in five years Uh where is hustle where's helen are you on the rv what is your, your mission
1: that's crazy. If it was just me and I did not consider my family or yeah. anyone else, I would be living in Mexico. <laughs> and realistically, um, I always want you know a home base in Charleston. And hopefully, I'm living near my parents in five years. Whether they move to Charleston, where are or they now?
0: They're in Atlanta. Okay.
1: Yeah, so hopefully, I can be near them. But um, blender bombs. The goal would be for someone with more experience to have taken over kind of like the Mm -hmm. CEO role role, so that I can focus more on HR and like leading the team and Mm -hmm. new product development and stuff like that. Um, And I'm not tied down with the things that I'm not as passionate about. Um, 8020 Market will hopefully be self-sustainable. Yeah. Um, And that's just like, again, me doing the social media side of things, the marketing side of things, and someone else running it. And then I love Hustle. The goal is hopefully to have, like, three more locations Mm -hmm. within the next five years, whether it's franchises or not. Charleston? Franchises. Okay. And other cities. Okay. Um, That, to me, is a business that I'm most passionate about the growth of because Mm -hmm. it's that human interaction. If I can provide – if Hustle can be a positive experience, then I can reach so many people by them coming into Hustle and, like, having a positive Mm -hmm. experience from something that we created. And then they can go on and, like, take that positivity somewhere else. And the whole goal is, like – Changing the collective consciousness of the world, right? Oof. Yeah, it's a big task, yeah. but that
0: is essentially that's the goal. That's like the that goal. is what we're doing here. Wait, what is this guy's name? Atomic Habits. It's Atomic Habits. I don't know what the Instagram name. is. It might be James Clear. I could be oh. very wrong. Mm, we're gonna find it. What? Where in Mexico? Do you want to live?
1: I love Troncones. So Where's it's that? like the stage five. Do not travel zone. <laughs> How did you get super there? Super authentic. Then? Um, when we were in Costa Rica several years ago or two years ago, we met this couple and we were like, we love it in Costa Rica. It's the coolest place I've ever been. It's Mm -hmm. the first time I'd ever been out of the country. So of course it's the coolest place I've ever been. Yeah. And then this couple was like, no, you got to go to Troncones. It's the coolest place I've ever been. And, um, so we went to Troncones like the next year and I fell in love.
0: So that's where you'd be? Yeah, that's where I'd be. So, what is next for you in terms? So, you have you said there's some things coming down the pipeline, yeah, right? For Blender bombs. like what is 2020? No, God, not 2020, no, 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 no. What does 2021 look like for you? 2020 is dead, yeah, it's, it's gone. dead to us all, it's dead to us mentally.
1: 2021 for Blender Bombs looks like uh, Bomb bars launching, we're gonna have some mm-hmm. of those launch this year, but then the rest of them launch in 2021. It looks like uh. Another really cool product. Yeah, I can't say eighty twenty. Very excited for that. It's going to be very simple, very slow and steady, very positive, very affirmational. Mm-hmm. Tiffany's purchase will have launched, which is great. Hopefully, I maybe then rent out my house for a long time mm-hmm. and go and live in the RV for several months. Mm-hmm. That a yeah. dream. <laughs> and then for Hustle, it looks like we have a management contract with that guy, David Laboudier, where he manages it. Cause I trust him completely. Mm-hmm. He is like me is that the in 30 years. Yes. With you? Okay. Yes. And he's great. So we're complete redesign of puzzle, but that will probably be towards the end of 2021. Cause okay. again, we're bootstrapping it. We're mm-hmm. not taking on outside investment. We're going to do a bunch of pop-ups, save money and then reinvest it back into the business. Yeah. Do it yourself.
0: DIY business. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. It's okay if
1: it's a little shitty. <laughs> what?
0: It's not shitty. Okay. What would you, like, what do you want people to know about you that you don't think people know or realize?
1: Oh my God. Uh, I don't know
0: does everyone know everything about you
1: um I think people I think I don't necessarily talk enough about the struggles and the like difficulty behind business I do talk a lot about growth but there Mm -hmm. are a lot of hurdles that we constantly have to get over but there's always a way to figure it out like there's no there's always a way but there's definitely a ton of hurdles Scott and I working together at mm. first was a super big hurdle. We finally like figured it out. And yeah, happier now more than ever, but definitely wasn't all roses at the beginning. You know, hustle hasn't always been roses. Mm. It's been it's been a big struggle finding the consultant. Like changed my life. You know, it gave mm. me hope. Um, blender bombs like as amazing as Whole Foods is, it's a big struggle because yeah. it's a, it creates a cash flow issue because you know we're not getting paid for several for mm-hmm. you know thirty to sixty days after we pay our suppliers
0: for the Hundreds of thousands of products. Yeah. The and people it, get to see all the success, but they don't realize like the work that goes into it. Oh, yeah.
1: But also, I wouldn't change it for the world.
0: Yeah. So there's that. What is the one thing that you were like, if everyone would just do this, the world would be a better place? Um, I think,
1: realistically, if everyone would do more personal development, that would definitely help. But also, if everyone would... Maybe reduce their shit talking and their judgment by like 80%.
0: <laughs> That'd be great.
1: 80%? Yes, because realistically it's never going to go yeah. down to 100. There's always going to be some of that. So just
0: aiming to talk about it like 80% less would be great. I like that you didn't mention anything about smoothies or blender bombs. <laughs> yeah, you know if everyone would have a blender bomb every day, everyone like, would have a blender bomb so every day. That change your life. <laughs> so everyone probably already follows you. That follows me, but where can we I find so. you on social media, Instagram? Tell our listeners well, yeah. where we can find you.
1: So personal account is at Hush Up and Hustle, and from there you'll see tags to all the other businesses. So yeah that's probably the
0: awesome. easiest and then hustle smoothie bar is located in town center <laughs>
1: yes it is and a big revamp is coming in 2021 Ooh, and i'm um, completely redoing the outside too it's oh, gonna nice. be party. well it's gonna be great oh
0: wow yeah and hanging chairs oh my god it sounds great well it sounds like you have a lot of exciting things coming your right? way this has so. been awesome thank you so much Helen. thanks guys all right thanks for listening Bye. thank you so much for joining us everyone we hope you enjoyed this episode head on over to Instagram, find us at Healthy Charleston, leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.